Bishop Finley, 1067 The Fan. It is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Friday at 1 o'clock means time to ask B. Mitch anything. Phone lines are lit up, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. That is B. Mitch singing in the background. The MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. They're full. Let's start with Tyler in Mechanicsville. Tyler, ask B. Mitch anything, dude. What's up, B. Mitch and Finley? How you doing? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. B. Mitch, what is your hot toddy recipe? Hot toddy. Well, I'm going to tell you the one. I Thanks, take. Ty. I take two, two shots of bourbon. Two cups of water, take a lemon juice, squeeze the lemon juice in, the, the whole thing. I'll take me two peppermints, put them in there, and a little honey. Boil like it. peppermints, you're talking actual, like, actual mi- peppermint. Okay. Yeah. Boil it and drink it warm. Just like a tea. I'll take the over on two shots of bourbon. Man, you just need two shots of bourbon in it. Really, it's just for one, but I'm going to want a second one, so I just do both of them in one time. I imagine it's a generous pour. Well, all my shots are different than most, most people. Yeah. Let's go to... But you drink it warm, and I think that's where it gets everything in the little menthol from the from the uh, peppermints. That helps you out. I like it. Let's go to Luis in D.C. Luis, what up, man? Hey, guys. What's up, man? B-Mitch. B-Mitch. Quick, well, I guess it could be a longer question, but what makes a good special teams coach? And are special teams coaches kind of unique? Like, are you always going to be a special team coach? Is that ever a, a path to being a head coach? Well, I like think the, the, the last guy, Judge, I think that's the name, Judge. They got the job in, uh, in New York. He was a special teams coordinator. But, yeah, I think they're – what makes a good one, they have to understand the whole concept of the game. You know, you, you, you're not just coaching, like, offense. You're coaching field goals, block, field goal, block, punt team, punt block, kickoff, kickoff, all those different things. And you need to understand that – that, that certain guys you can't use on the team. You know what I mean? But I think the ultimate thing about those uh, special teams coaches, all of them that I dealt with, they had a better understanding of the whole game of football than even the head coaches did. Now, John Harbaugh, when he was a special teams coach, yeah. uh, he's a head coach. He was a special teams coach at first. He was unbelievably smart. Pete Rodriguez, you know, Wayne Severe. I think those guys know more about the players than the actual head coach does. And I've all I've noticed on every team I've been on, the head coach is very, very close to the special teams coach. Well, and think about this. The head coach usually is locked in on whatever side of the ball he coaches. Whatever side of the ball he coaches and kind of the star players, like the big players. Special teams coach generally is working with 30 different players. He works with everybody Daily. except the starting quarterback. Right. Daily. I mean – because the the backups are holding, you know what I mean. Backup quarterbacks hold. All special, all players basically do some phase of it. If you're a starter, you're probably lower on the totem pole in special teams. But then there are some guys that are really guys that go out and produce a lot for offense or defense, but they're on special teams as well. But I think you know that, that guy, and he has to be a person who is very very concentrated, who who can concentrate and be dedicated to it. Because during a football game. Special teams player can't take his mind off the off the field too much. Not a special team coach, I mean. Let's keep the phone calls going. It is Ask B. Mitch Anything. It is a Scotty's Vodka, Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Phone number 800-636-1067. My guy Smitty is in Laurel. Smitty, Smitty what's, what's up, brother? Up, 
What's going on? But how you doing? It's fine. Beautiful Friday. Oh, yeah. Doing good, man. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Good, good. Um, the Commanders. I, I love. I, I don't know if you've been asked this before, but uh, what's the number one priority this offseason to get this team improved for 2023? Well, after they get an ownership, <laughs> when they get ownership <laughs> trained, when they finalize all that stuff, then you have yeah. to, I think you have to go, and I know many people say quarterback, but I really believe general manager to begin to lead this thing and get it in the right direction. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much, brother. Mitchell, I'll be calling you again soon. All right, brother. Thanks, Thanks bud. Yeah. That is our guy, Smitty. I, you, know, you know who's consistent? Who? Smitty. Yeah. Calls in every Friday with a question. Quick question, and he's out. And he's uh, he's like a lunch pail guy. You can count on Smitty. Yeah. Smitty is how you want all the uh, fast food places to be. Yeah. <laughs> Consistent and efficient. Uh, I don't think I'm asking for a lot. I want a four-piece. Hold on. No, no. My daughter. Hold on. I want to be outside in 30 minutes, 30 landfill, seconds, though. Is it, is it odd? I have a question for Landfill on Ask B. Mitch Anything. Is it? Is B. Mitch more agitated at my rain takes or my Popeye's take? I'm just agitated at the fact that I know how you are. And I know many people that listen don't know exactly how you are. You can walk into Popeye's and you can be in your car in B four is minutes. hot about this Popeye's. <laughs> no, because I hang with you. JP could be in Popeye's, get in his car in four minutes. He will complain about how long it is. What? It doesn't matter that so yes, many other people agree with me. No, but it don't matter that... You're, it's not a. There's no set time. I believe it should be. I, I think it's just I, that it usually takes more time than I think it should. Okay, well, but like I'm saying, I asked you a question. I asked Jeff a question. Jeff was saying five to ten minutes, whatever it was. He bought two boxes of chicken while other people are in there, and I'm wondering. But he also said it took longer than he thinks it should have. But that's the thing about it. How you well, all know I lose his mind if we keep arguing about Popeyes? <laughs> hey. Who cares? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Go on to the next question. Uh, Andy is in Sterling. Andy, what's up, dude? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, what's up, uh, bro? B-Mitch, I wanted, I've always contended that the best defensive coordinator the Redskins ever had was Richie Pettibone. I thought he did the most with the talent he had. Granted, he had a couple good defensive uh, ends, a couple good linebackers, but I always thought he was – the best at innovation and uh, making changes at halftime. Uh, I think you played for Pettibone. Yep. What, what what do you think of that, and what did you think of him as a head coach? I think you're 100% right. Um, Richie was. He was a guy. He was kind of like a Bill Belichick in a sense where Richie did not care about being stuck to a certain game plan. He adjusted his game plan to the team he was playing, and he exploited their weaknesses. Uh, I think as an offense, we felt that we never faced anybody that was tougher because he he had design, I mean, uh, disguises and designs and blitzes that we never could pick up. But as a head coach, Richie did not want to deal with nothing outside of uh, coaching football. You know, <laughs> Richie didn't want to talk to the people. Who, uh, he didn't want to do all that, that uh, politicking and, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. It was all about football with Rich. Thank you, Andy. All right, man. I Hi, appreciate bro. your appreciate opinion. You. Thank you, buddy. Hi, man. Oh, B. Mitch's FedEx guy that always says hello to you is on the <laughs> phone to ask you My a question. My dude, I talked to his son. I don't know what's going Dude, I, forgive me. I don't know your name, but hello, Mr. FedEx. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm B. Mitch's FedEx, man. I go to that Popeye's almost three times a week, and I never have to wait in line. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't understand this Tillytown crap. 
Hey, Mitch, you know where the first Popeye's ever from? Louisiana. St. Bernard, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Well, where you from? So we, we got the crabs and the Popeye's. There you go. There you go. Let JP know about that, Thanks, too. buddy. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Andre is in Silver Spring. Andre, ask me, Mitch, anything. Please, God, don't make it be about Popeye. <laughs> no, I'm with JP on this one because I go to that Tim. Well, I don't go to Tinley Town no more. But Tinley Town takes forever, man. You got to fill out a lease slip or you're going to lose your job. Down in Virginia, it's fast. Circle is ridiculous. All right. So basically, but, what we just found out is that you chose to go to the worst Popeyes in history. All I'm saying is the Popeyes I go to takes forever. I don't. I don't mean to offend you with that, but well, enough people. Danny Ruye said the same thing. That so in other words, stop going to that damn Popeyes. There's no other Popeyes close to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know your name, sir or ma'am, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. How Fayetteville. Do Hey, what's going on? It's Earl, man. What's up, hey, Earl? How you guys what's up, doing? Buddy? All right. All right. All right. This is uh, for uh, B. Mitch, obviously. I want you to put your GM hat on, B. Mitch. All right. All right. Now, and I'm your underlink. I just come to you with a proposal as far as a budget uh, for, you know, for the 2023 season. And I just want you to hear me out. All right. All right. It's, two, it's two major proposals. Go ahead. Did he cut one, out? One, one, he one, is, one is, I'm sorry. <laughs> one is we want to do some major cuts. Uh, first, we want to start with Leno. We want to cut Leno because that'll be a, actually he's a twelve million dollar cap hit, and also he's only uh, a four point five million dollar hit. Uh, and then uh, we could do um, actual, of course, Norwell. We can do Wentz. Uh, we can actually restructure actual Kendall Fuller's deal to lower the cap hit, and also release Ruye as well. These are small uh, dead cap hits. That's one. And then number two is in regards to the draft. Uh, if I come to you and I say, hey, I've done a lot of film work on this, on these guys, and I think we should go with the guy from Ohio State, the left tackle, Paris Johnson. Or we can go, for, we can go with the guy from Oregon. He's a long corner, but I think it would be better, beneficial for us to go with the left tackle because the DB, DBs that come into the league, it takes them a while to you know, recognize routes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think the guy from Ohio State is plug and play. He's a 10-year starter. Uh, would you agree with my proposal? I would go GM? right along with you. I don't have a problem with nothing that you just said. Thanks for the and call. I, and I'll definitely go right. to the offensive lineman right now because that's what they need. Uh, I think another defensive back could be a you know something that they could bring in and be an extra. But you need a left tackle that's going to be there for a while. I think Leno is a nice guy. He's done a lot of good stuff off the field and things of that nature. But I think as that season went on, we saw his limitations. Our guy Rick is on the route. Rick, ask me Mitch anything, buddy. B, Miss JP, what's going on, my guys? We're good, brother. What's happening with you? Good, good. Thanks. Really quick, hey, hey JP, uh, cook your salmon how you want and, and enjoy yourself a nice, uh, good tequila with pineapple. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Not a tequila but, um, guy, man. <laughs> thank but, you. But, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but, B, Miss, my question for you is um, not a conspiracy theorist guy, but do you think the NFL and refs do certain things for storyline? That's my question. Thanks. Ooh, I don't think they do. Little conspiracy theory. I just think that, that I, I, just, I just think being natural human beings, we always do something that's a little awkward, and we got free thinking people that are gonna those that are gonna think that somebody did it on purpose, and then those others that's gonna just call out everything that they see. I don't think they sit down and plan storylines, because I think the thing about it is you got the players out there. So when people tell me about Games are set up, this, that, and the other. That's players. I mean, it's coaches, refs, 
and things like that. The players aren't buying into it. So how the hell that works when and, the majority of the people in the movie don't know about what you're doing? And the money the players make is so significant that it's hard to think with the amount of gambling regulations going on in the world mm-hmm. that there could be enough money that matters to a player to impact a game. Now, refs is a little different because they don't make the same money. Yeah. Um, no, but it's like, like the conspiracy aspect. And, like, when people come to me like, oh, man, you saw that. Man, I told you the NFL is rigged. How many players you would have to get to make sure a certain play go how you wanted to go? <laughs> I guess now there are some people thinking that the kicker. I mean, that did go under. <laughs> yeah, but still. One of those extra points goes in. That I promise goes you that dude, <laughs> it, all we have to do is put a heart monitor on him. And I promise you, we would have we found out that day he wasn't trying to do what he was doing. I don't believe it. He he absolutely was. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I, I don't buy it. If he made one of those four extra points, the game goes over. One. And generally, hey, I don't think generally he knew what the over people under bet was. The over. So I He's bet, the kicker. I bet it was like 70 30 over to under. I under if he had missed just the last one and made uh-huh. it go under, I understand. And he, he missed the fight. first one early on. Right. But he knew. What if Jerry had two and a half mil on the under and he said, Brett, son, make sure that thing stays under? Brett. Where the hell's Jerry, Jerry by the way? Jerry don't even talk to that dude. Probably not. He's not big enough. He might not know his name. Yeah. One of my favorite stories ever is when Jay Gruden finally realized what Tressway's actual name was, and he had just been calling him Tress West for a while. <laughs> Tress West. And he the went more up those, to him. More of those stories you hear. You didn't know a lot of people. He went up to him. He said, he said, Tress, what's your name? They just asked me about it, and I, I don't know. He said, Tressway. He said, your name is Tressway? <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever hanging with Jay, get, or Tress, get him to tell you that story. Um <laughs> <laughs> I um, here's what I'll say about the conspiracy stuff. I don't think there's any sort of conspiratorial behavior in games, but like, I don't think it was an accident that the NFL had Deshaun Watson's first game back in Houston. No, that stuff right like, there, stuff like that. That's I think making them they money. They try to stir the pot. That's making them money and make something big. But dude, you should be amazed at some of the stuff I hear on a regular basis. And they ask the question. I just look at them. I don't answer most times. I look at them like, are you out your damn mind or something? And then they will argue me. You know it. You know it. You played. That's why I'm telling you it's not because nobody ever came to me to say anything or do anything. Ahmed just texted me, said that he took the under in that Cowboys-Bucks game, and he claims that he did not pay Brett Maher. If there's one dude out there. Ahmed doesn't know Brett Maher. (laughs) Wasn't he here, though, at one point, Maher? I played golf with him. He was here for he was here for can half he, a can season. He, can he spit the fairway? JP was the go between. Yo, <laughs> yeah, that's what I believe. Since y'all want to go with your little conspiracies, ornery Brian today. No conspiracies, <laughs> no rain, no Popeyes. When we come back, we're gonna oh, ask a lot of conspiracies. We're gonna ask Jimmy Patos what he thinks of Popeyes, Maryland basketball, and the Washington. Oh, that's Rangers. the greatest chicken in the world. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 